Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. And good afternoon, (laughs) my people. We're so glad you're here with us. People don't like it when you're so mellow. If it happens to be morning when you're listening, please wait a few hours and listen again. <laughs> Just listen twice. How are you guys doing today? This is a mosaic of Marion. I don't know what, what he's doing, y'all. People love the mellow. No, I don't think so. <laughs> There's one thing you're known for. It's the mellow, let me tell you. Hey, we are so glad you're here with us today. Oh. We're in Acts chapter two. Oh, I've got my home slice with me, Miss Pona. Hey, hey. I got Bean of the Board over there. May not have her much longer if this keeps up. <laughs> uh, and I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. So we're so glad you're here with us. Just trying to yeah. be right down the line with it. Yeah. So we're in Acts chapter two. Just so you know, we're going to be in Acts for, I don't know, six, eight, 25 weeks. One never knows. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be picking and choosing. We're just going to be jumping around. And so last week we were in Acts chapter one. Mm-hmm. Were we not? We were. Hey, check this out. We're going to be in Acts two today. <laughs> the logic checks out. So, but we're going to go all the way to the very end. Right. Which I think is one of the most well-known passages in all of the New Testament. And it says the beginning of the church really right here. Mm-hmm. Everything's come, come together. So, Mona, you're going to read. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> Dan, you're going to pray. I'm on it. And I'm not going to be laughing. Okay. Um, Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time we can spend in your word. We thank you for the opportunity to share it with those who would listen. And Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this example of what true fellowship looks like. Uh, be with us, and we pray that this be pleasing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If I were to ask you, oh, here we go. <laughs> do you remember part of one conversation that the disciples had with Jesus when he had set his face to go to Jerusalem, and they're walking to Jerusalem, and they get in a disagreement about who is going to be. Yeah. the greatest in the kingdom and who was going to be able to sit on his right. Okay. Yeah. So there was obviously times of sort of, mm-hmm. even in the in the circle right. that was Jesus's 12. Mm-hmm. There, there, I mean, you, that, that's indisputable. Right. Um, but have you ever noticed that in chapter two, we read of no disagreement about who's going to preach the great right. Pentecost no. sermon? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, so what do you say we attribute that to? That they were under the, I mean, they had just received the power of the Holy Spirit, and so they were walking by the Spirit. 
So what? I mean, just and not by the flesh. Yeah. What does that tell us? Some things about the spirit, <clears throat> Dan. Uh, well, I zoned out there for no. I know. Uh, <laughs> Reeling you back in. No, well, it, it's just these things that we notice. The difference is, is everything that the spirit is. It's the spirit of, of you know, of agreement and of being one. And and I think people wrongly assumed that this meant that every difference between them just disappeared. I don't think that was the case. No, no, no. I think it was that they, because they were living through the Spirit, that what was important to them were just those things that's important to God. And so everything else gets pushed aside. And and I think that has a lot of implications for our church today that we think, oh, well, if everybody doesn't agree on every little thing that we can't get along. But you see here that they have that spirit, that true fellowship. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's not just a lot of times, especially if you've, you've been raised in a church, you use fellowship for a term to, to mean hang out. But yeah. it's, it, that's really not what it is. Right. Well, don't hear what I didn't say. Right. I didn't say you're always going to get along. Right. Which is right. what you're getting. I mean, you preached about it yeah. a few weeks ago when. Paul confronted Peter right. in his actions. I mean, there are times you're going to, but the spirit is a unifying spirit. Yes. That, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like, not division, but I couldn't think of what yeah. it was. I was about to go with multiplication. Yeah. He's a unit. Well, he is. He's also a multiplier. Multiply. Yeah, sorry. Yes, he <laughs> could have been right. Uh, but he's a unifier, not a divider. Mm-hmm. Right. Division comes when we are in charge. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, he, all right, I'm going to make a pretty brash and bold statement. You find the church that's in chaos, mm-hmm. it's not being led by a spirit. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree. Yep. It is being led by a bunch of folks who think they know best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you know, just I mean, because he's a he's not a God of chaos. We read that right. in scripture. Right. And so now, I mean, because let's be honest, who would not want to be the one of the twelve, is back to twelve now, mm-hmm. right. that was going to stand up and preach this sermon. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> Mm-hmm. Outside of all the sermons that Jesus preached, because you can't get any better than what Jesus preached, <laughs> this has to be right there next. Right. right. Yep. Because it says so much in it. So, and then we get to the end, and really where, where you know, Paul, I mean, excuse me, Peter preaches, 3,000 mm-hmm. souls are added. And then he begins, here's the church. So this is another reason why I say this book is a book about the kingdom of God. Right. You don't hear really about the church till you get over at the end of chapter two, in a sense. Right. You know, and, and so, and then it, you really get it coming a lot more later, but it's all about the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. But let, if, if you want to really have a powerful church, there's a lot of truth. And things we don't do is exactly like they did back then, but you take the principle and you right. run with it. Right. So let's talk about it. First off, I'm going to get you guys out on a limb. <laughs> on a scale of one to a hundred. In a ch- well, in a church of a hundred. Okay. Let's do that. All right. How many people do you think, on average, would be truly devoted to the things of the kingdom? I would say less than half. I, I'm in agreement with you. I was a little more pessimistic. I was going to say about a quarter. <laughs> about a quarter. Gee, y'all are both more than me. I was thinking about 15%. <laughs> right. But here, and I get that from verse 42, and they devoted themselves. Mm-hmm. And I hate to be that way about people, but yeah. I just look, I look and I see. 
Well, and, and it's funny. That's the word that that stood out so much to me. I was just looking over devoted. That that's a decision. That's yes. not a oh, I happen to show up and we'll see what happens. No, you're making a choice to say, you know, regardless of outside circumstances, these are the things I'm going to spend my time and efforts toward. Right. And so the word there, devoted, means to be constantly diligent, to persevere, and to continue in. Now, once again, don't hear what I didn't say. I said you find a church is in just chaos. It's not spirit-led. But you cannot go to the other extreme and say, well, if you're just totally sold out to the Holy Spirit, you're never going to have problems. You're still going to have some problems. Oh, absolutely. Because right. not everybody's pulling the same way. Right. That's why it says to persevere. There's tough times in any church. Mm-hmm. In any church. Mm-hmm. You're going to have issues that come up mm-hmm. where somebody put their foot in their mouth or somebody is just not being led by the Spirit. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to do this. So you have to devote yourself. And then it tells us what to devote ourselves to the apostles teaching well then you have to ask what is the apostles teaching well the apostles teaching is what they knew about jesus and the gospel and what they had witnessed as we talked about last week in um, chapter one and um and just this is who jesus was the messiah who came and this is what jesus the messiah taught and um and so that that was the message that they yeah, I mean, they, took. It, a lot at this point was oral oral mm-hmm. teaching, right, right? Right. And so they hear, and you know, there had to be guys that were writing stuff down, mm-hmm. and and it was the stuff that the apostles had begun to to write down to mm-hmm. to. Who, I mean, you know, we don't know if there was some things that the apostles didn't write. Hey, man, here's some truths that we know to be fact. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's the gospel and and whatever. But they devoted themselves to it. In other words, they strive to learn it and strive to live it and strive to hear it. Mm -hmm. This is the part that just, at times, just saddens me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you know, you get the whole, well, you have this many on Sunday morning. Well, you have about two-fifths of that on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And of that, you have about a quarter of that on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I would argue, I have nothing to back this up, really, other than just what I see. You probably have less than that of people who read their Bible throughout. Well, the I was about to say, then you have biblical literacy. That's just pretty much all-time low at this point. I know yeah. some people are going, well, it's sort of rough today. I'm just asking, what are we devoted to? We're devoted to, mm. to athletics. Mm. We're devoted to health and fitness. Mm. We're devoted to money. We're devoted to family. And I think that is one that is, if sports, I would argue that sports is one A, family is one B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whatever else, we're just devoted to everything else because that's where we spend our time. People get mad at me all the time when I make this statement. You want to check your spirituality, check your checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Yep. Where's the, where's the abundance of your money going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And whenever somebody goes at me about that, I just laugh because- you're just telling on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have no clue what folk give around this joint. Right. I don't care. I know what I give. I, know, right. I don't want to know what somebody else right. gives. So th- they're devoted to this, and then they're devoted to the fellowship. Mm-hmm. 
And no, they're not necessarily talking about eating a meal together, right. but a lot of times meals were. Be, well, this is separate because then it says the breaking right. of it's bread. A, it's a separate thing, right? What is fe- fellowship is being around believers? Being there together, yeah. I love this place. Yes. Y'all see right. me out here. I act yep. like a fool half yep. the time yep. because I love the people of God. Yeah. yeah. And, and as you have said, and we often will stand after church on Sunday and we'll say, you know, we'll talk to each other and say, look and see the people of our congregation mm-hmm. who are hang just still standing and talking and, and supporting each other and encouraging each other and um, having those conversations that, um, and I, and I did have a conversation with somebody on Sunday and, and she said hi to me and I said, Oh my word, I haven't seen you in so long. And I knew she had been there, but I hadn't seen her to talk to her. And she goes, yeah, I usually just, you know, run out the door. And I said, "Mm, see, that's the problem. Yeah. Because then you don't get that fellowship. And so um, we need to be hanging around after the service to talk to each other, to encourage each other, to pray with each other, to to listen to each other. Um, That's what we need. Well, and, and what's so magical about that is when you do that, you start forming these bonds and that you don't come in with that spirit of division anymore Yeah, yeah. because because you're invested in that person. You want to see them grow in their relationship with God and just because you thoroughly enjoy being around them, right. you know. So if you want to – so often the ones that – I hate to say it, but the ones that just pop in every now and then – when they pop in, that's when they the division starts because they come in. It's kind of a hit and run. Or they pop in and and they're like, "Well, nobody ever talks exactly. to me." How right. That's, that's what I was going to say. Right. Real quick. That's what I was going to. Yeah. Know. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's amazing how quickly that spirit of division leaves when you're you're just around God's people for any amount of time. You and know, here's you the deal, the God. And and I go back to what you preached a few weeks ago. God is desires to be in relationship with us. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you get the vertical relationship with God right, yeah. mm-hmm. then you can get the horizontal mm-hmm. relationships yeah. with others yep. right as well. Yeah. You're, you're never going to have good horizontal relationships with fellow believers mm-hmm. if you are not walking the same way mm-hmm. and seeking the same God in a That's vertical right. relationship. Yes. So these guys, so so listen, here's the, here's the pattern. And it comes first from getting in God's word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get in the word. Live in the Word. Be devoted to the Word. The, you know, man, my schedule is is not sacred. <laughs> Just ask. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, you know, it changes. I mean, I can get a phone call. I need you. Da, 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 da. But there is one part of my day that is. Mm-hmm. And it is getting alone with God. Mm-hmm. Not to pra- not to work on a sermon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to... to even memorize verses of scripture. It is just to be in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that time is sacred. Yeah. And it should be for everybody. Yeah. That's right. And so so we see that that they're, they're devoted to the and I, that word devoted, it deals with all of these mm-hmm. to the apostles' teaching, what they were speaking, what they were getting. You know there had to be some stuff written down at this point, I have to believe, to fellowship and then the breaking of bread. Mm-hmm. Man, you want to get to know somebody, eat a meal yep. with them. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, just eat a meal and just because people more than likely are gonna let their hair down mm-hmm. during that time and and you get to see who they are. Right. Instead of rushing out the door, mm-hmm. 
instead of rushing to go here. I think that was the thing that I missed the most during COVID when everything was shut down. I mean, I missed the Sunday morning services, but I also missed that fellowship during mm-hmm. the dinners that we had. Uh-huh. Um, and cause we used to have a lot before yeah. COVID. <laughs> and so, and um, yeah, so I missed that a lot when we yeah. had to, weren't able to. And hopefully to they're that. coming back. Right. Because I, I do agree. Our people have missed that. Mm-hmm. There's one, if you don't know, we have this thing that really starts in the summer months. It's our, our, family fun Friday nights uh-huh. or, and I usually make a bunch of other stuff to go along with it that, that um, has F's in it but people miss that because yeah. we're built to be in yeah. relationship yeah. Yep. yep we are yep. so there, there's no such thing as a lone ranger Christian hmm. you right. cannot do it well and also I mean this this verse right here I'm in the middle of writing about the body of Christ for Drew and for the youth. And so this verse is one of the ones. And and that's exactly one of the things that I put into that study is that we are not made to become a Christian and then be alone. We are made to become a, a believer and we become part of the body of Christ. And mm-hmm. that's how Jesus set it up. And so that's what we need to be doing. And it's an old illustration. I know it's it, you've probably heard it a, a thousand times. Get a bunch of, of a charcoal grill, get a bunch of um, charcoal on there. And at the heat of when it is just flaming hot, mm-hmm. take your tongs yeah. and yeah. get one and set it to the side mm-hmm. away from the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Watch how quickly that sucker mm-hmm. cools off. Yeah. And that's what will happen in your wall. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You, that's you know, it never it never ceases to amaze me that you'll get this person that they just walk away from church no matter how many times you reach out to them. They're, they've always got a reason that they're not there. Mm-hmm. And then when their world falls apart, and it always does, mm-hmm. they reach back out. And I'm not telling you don't do this, but then they're like, I just don't understand what the problem is. I can tell you, you've been yeah. out of the fellowship. Right. Yeah. Right. You're fighting spiritual battles all alone. Right. And you're losing. Now, you're going to get beat up in spiritual yeah. battles, even with relationship. But when you're out there all trying to do it by yourself, mm-hmm. you get tired. Mm-hmm. You get weak. Mm-hmm. You get lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, think about when Moses was fighting the when the Israelites were fighting the battle and Moses was um, when he had his hands up and they would win and how tired he got and what did they do? Aaron and her had to hold his arms up. And so if you're out being a lone ranger and you don't have anybody to hold your arms up, eventually your arms are going to fall down and then you're not going to be able to fight that battle. Yeah. What you got, Dan? I was just saying, you know. like you said, the, these things, being devoted to these things doesn't mean there's not going to be problems, but it dictates what happens when those problems arise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're devoted, you know, you'll feel those bumps, but they're not going to derail your church family. Um, you're going to get through it and you're going to get through it together. It's when you start splintering off that you start really seeing these problems have a lasting impact. Right. I really wish I could find this, but I know there's a, a passage in Exodus somewhere where it talks about who got picked off when they were in the wilderness for 40 years. It was the ones at the back, mm-hmm. the mm. sick and the weak and the lazy that just didn't keep up. They would get picked off. And I know it's somewhere now because I've used it in a sermon before. And that's what happens. That's how you get picked off by the enemy. Yeah. Or you get picked off by your own fleshly lust. Remember, you go back to James mm-hmm. chapter one. It's not the enemy. And and I'll once again, I'll, I'll make this statement. So often we give the enemy so much more credit. Right. Them. Well, the devil made me do it. No, your stinking flesh made you do it. Yeah, yeah. Your sinful nature, e- yep. even. And by the way, so how do you get rid of it? Um, 
well, who do you feed? If you're a believer, you can still live in that sinful mm-hmm. nature. Don't tell me you can't. Mm-hmm. The old man can still, re- matter of fact, the old man still does reside in you. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the question is, who are you feeding? Right. If you feed the new man, the new man's going to reign supreme. Mm-hmm. But if you don't feed that new man, you basically you're feeding the old man. That old man mm-hmm. is going to rise up all the time. Right. And how do you do that? Well, we got the list right here. You devote yourself to these things. Yeah. Yep. And then the last one is prayers. Yeah. Yep. This is the truth. I have found myself praying more mm. over the past two months than ever in my life. Mm. So often in my truck now, as I'm going from here to there, whatever, I have found myself just cutting music off or whatever I'm mm-hmm. listening to yep. and just praying. I mean, okay. Being openly honest, never done that before. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would throw up a little, little something, something. Yeah, yeah. But now I just find myself, God bringing people to my mm. mind and to my heart, and it's this overwhelming need that I, I mean, it's like just an automatic thing. I'll just reach up and be like, "Okay, God, I feel like you're calling me to mm-hmm. pray." Yep, yep. So. Here's everybody you're laying on my heart right mm-hmm. now. And I'll pray. And man, that time is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't have another word to right. use for it. Right. And then you know, you finish you get wherever you're going and, and it's so many times once I do finish up what I'm doing, whether it's a meeting, a visit, visit or something, I'll get right back in my truck and it's just like that attitude of prayer is right mm-hmm. back and I pick up and and I'm just being bl- blatantly honest. I've never had that before. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, man, I don't know, but I just know this. I, I feel like my attitude's better after I pray. Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. And that that praying without ceasing that Paul talks about um, in Thessalonians that that that's exactly what it is. Is that um, not just? I mean, it includes throwing up. Yeah, you know when God brings somebody to mind, and you just say a quick prayer for him to for for them, but it also is just that um, taking those moments. I mean, that, do you guys struggle in prayer to pray? This should be honest yes, right now. Yes. All right, for everybody listen. I mean, I, here's mm-hmm. me. I have struggled. I mean, I would give lip service to pray without ceasing, right. man, and do this. And the whole time, yeah, I am. If you just take it as as literal, Hank threw up a prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I've said this in front of the congregation. I'm not afraid to say it. I've struggled in my right. prayer life, right. right? Because when you when you get down, it's like I got forty nine thousand other things going on in my brain. Mm-hmm. But it's just been something about here lately that it's like, what's going on? Yep. I'll, I'll be, just be honest. I struggle with obedience when he calls me to pray for somebody. Yep. There's been times where I don't, I don't pray for them. I, I, I don't even be, like them, Lord. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and, and every time I'm just completely humbled by oh, it, by the end of it because you – and I think I stole this from you. You can't uh, be angry or be hateful towards somebody once you've prayed for it. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Well, I stole that from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so many times I'm humbled by it because of that because I'm like, why, why in the world do I pray for it? And, and it's like the moment I start – then I'm like, oh, this is why. Hey, bro, Not, can I ask you a question? Yeah. You ever had this thought when you're doing that? God, do you know the thought I had about them about <laughs> two minutes ago? Yeah. Well, it, it, a lot of times it's... He didn't answer that. Yeah. Well, well, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it, it, it's one of those things where like, it, 
oftentimes it's not even somebody I'm actively upset with. It's somebody that I've, I've more or less dismissed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, bro, I'm actively upset. I'm, not, I'm actively. <laughs> but it is. It, it's it's one of those tape, things I, I, I have to. Uh, <laughs> I, I struggle with e- even now um, because I I realize because they've they've come to mind so strongly. That I'm being called to pray for them right. specifically. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't. What about you, Miss Mona? But, Come on, we're being open and honest. Well, I, she's like, no struggle. <laughs> she's she's like, okay. you know. No, I. A little Miss Something Something over there. No. Um, no, I said I do. And I struggle. And um, I, I think sometimes I struggle the most with um, having a specific. I'm going to sit down right now and pray after I've read, especially in the morning mm-hmm. after I've read. But then throughout the day, I pray, mm-hmm. uh, you know, often and just, you know, as I go through the day or in, but that sitting down and responding to what I have, even though I tell people to do that, but, um, and, and so that's when I pray struggle the most is having that concentrated mm-hmm. time. And, and I do get in the car and turn off the music and have time then and do pray throughout the day um, and think of of things that come up and have my heart stirred and, and, but that concentrated time in the morning is where some, sometimes I struggle. But there's also, and I'm just stupid. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know of a bigger idiot than myself. So there are some mornings I'll sit here and right before, you know, there's, look, I'm, I'm very holy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having my quiet time out of the King James version oh my. of the Bible. But anyway, there it is, the King James version, and there's my little, notebook for this year and so the the days that i i sit here and before i ever open a book i just sit here and i really get quiet before the lord and just just have a conversation with the lord about god speak to me in this and whatever and when i do it is like wow yes you know it's like good gravy (laughs) then the other mornings i'll sit here Mm. and i'll just be like lord i just want you to you know, moving while I'm, I'm reading this, God, give me what you want. And then it's like, man, it is like getting blood out of a turnip sometimes <laughs> from that, man. And But I'm the the idiot that just doesn't call myself mm-hmm. because I get into and I'm because then I'm letting either my flesh or the enemy take over and go, all right, Hank, you got to go do this. You got to do that. You got to mm-hmm. do this. You got to do that. And you need to do all that before this time because you got a meeting at that point. So you got to get all that right. done for that. So right now you can't, sp- listen to what I'm saying. You can't spend your time praying because you got to spend your time reading because you got to get through the reading real quick because you got to write that stuff and you got to yeah. write this and you got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't it be like some of them old guys and I forget who it was, J.C. Ryle or, or somebody, maybe it was Martin Luther but I don't think it was a church father. He said, I've got so much to do today. I must spend the first three hours in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We're looking for how many minutes we can get oh, to yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. And this bro's like, man, I'm about to get up three hours early and spend mm-hmm. it in prayer. I've got so much to do tomorrow. But it goes back to what you talked about last week with, um, you know, are you working for the church? Are you working for your job? Are you working for this? Are you working for the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that eventually means you've got to to begin to have that kingdom perspective, yeah. and that that reorders things really quickly. Oh, quick! You know? How much time we got? Oh, uh, we got oh, we got four minutes. I, 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 <laughs> we've done so. That's so really. 
But look, look, look what happened though. When when they were doing those four things, devoting themselves, not just doing them, but devoting themselves to it, being diligent, uh, persevering in it, continuing in it, to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, the breaking bread and the prayers. And by the way, it's not all going to be easy, mm. right? All, not all, came upon every soul. I'm telling you, you do more in your prayer time yeah. than you will ever do running mm-hmm. your mouth out there about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Hear me out. I wonder if we would see more signs and wonders and miracles mm-hmm. if the church spent more time praying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, I think we would. We wouldn't see less, so I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I'm talking serious praying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because in the times that we've seen God really move, and I speak for here, and mm-hmm. we've seen God do something, mm-hmm. I could spend a whole episode on what God has done at times. Oh, right. When the doctors say, you know, chance, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, the person's, you know, whatever. It's when our church has been really just, you know, people have been praying. Mm-hmm. 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 Unified in that prayer. Yeah, yeah. unified. Yeah. All praying for the same thing. Yeah. All just yep. seeking heaven. Yep. That he's moved. And I'm like, why am I so dumb as a pastor <laughs> that I can't see that? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking right now. Right. And. But you have started. Um, Making it a focus recently to have that be a focus and to have um, to do that. And I remember, you know, in the one service you say, you know, grab somebody that you don't know and pray. Well, I ended up with somebody I do know because everybody else was taken. But, but um, when, what she shared with me that she needed me to pray for her with tears in her eyes, um, it just shocked me, Mm -hmm. but it was a, I really believe it was a direct response to um, what you had preached about and you're letting us know that this is what is necessary to pray with each other. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and we're going to keep doing that. Yeah, too. And so it wasn't a, a holding, there wasn't a holding back. There wasn't. Um, I, and, and as you have done it, the couple of times that we've done it so far, um, I have seen that people are engaged in mm-hmm. doing it. They're not running out the door. Nope. They're doing it. They're actually doing it. And so, um, yeah, so I think that has been a really great thing. Yeah, stole that from somebody else too. Mm-hmm. Hey. But I, I mean, I, a, a mentor of mine that in conversation, he, he just said, hey, Hank, yeah. have you ever thought about doing this? Right. He said, I'm telling you, it works. Mm-hmm. And and so we're going to keep doing it. I know our time's up. Um Bean has his hand on the board <laughs> over there. So, guys, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't even get through this, man. <laughs> Two verses. I mean – they were here, here's it is we when when you see a church that has a holy spirit deal let me give you three things real quick because somebody a pastor might be listening needs an outline for next week they were they get unified mm-hmm. verse 44 christ gets magnified in verse 47 and multiplied mm-hmm. in verse 47 as well mm-hmm. as you said earlier in one of our takes <laughs> the holy spirit is a multiplier yeah yeah because he, when you, it's it's not hard, right. but we just don't do it right. Yeah, we at Marion, at your church, any church, seek the face of the Holy Spirit. Pray, man, heaven down. Love each other. I'm telling you, 
you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. People want that. Mm-hmm. Yep. The lost want it yep. and are attracted to it. Yeah. I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's pray. Okay. Do you have any big ideas? Well, big thoughts? Just real quick. Um, and it, it goes off of what you were just saying about multiplier. You know, if you look at verse 42, understand this is not like a montage in a film where you know oh you know you just see it see them all of a sudden now things are happening and where it takes time mm-hmm. that that devotion is and you said this time to time again that devotion is a daily decision yeah yeah and i was thinking about when you were talking about the the praying that that we're starting to do here at the church together Looking out, you know, we were up in choir for the second um, service for that. You could tell people were kind of unsure. It's going to take time. But what's important, the first step is that you're obedient and you start. And then you'll see that multiplication taking place. You don't have to do it all. Right. But you start with obedience and you'll see amazing things happen. That's right. Be obedient today. Yes. Today's all you can really deal with. Be obedient today. Right. What are your thoughts? Well, I... Just Sorry. working on some stuff. That'd be great trying, on a podcast. <laughs> trying to figure He's out. He's making his grocery yeah. list. Or yeah, yeah right? Stuff, you know? It's just a big thought. Um, well, I see the word together repeated. Hmm. Um, and so I think that that's, and we've talked about that, but that is the, uh, the key is that they were together. And so that um, whatever they faced, um, they were together. They faced it together. Right. Yeah. Right. Amen. Let's pray, y'all. Father, we love you. Thank you for the truth of the word that you want to be in the midst of us. You want to be drawing us. You want to be filling us. You want to be unifying us. But you also want to be multiplying us, Father. God, may this church and the church, the church of the world, the church of Jesus Christ, the one you died for, bled for and then rose again to defeat hell for your church may it be a powerful tool in the hands of a savior god be with us we do pray in the name of jesus amen amen hey and i'm hank meadows pastor of mary baptist church so thankful for you being here we got miss mona hey, hey. my home slice over hey, there hey, i did hey. it backwards that time <laughs> and then over there at the old bean of the board <laughs> thanks guys bye y'all